Blog Talk Radio. podcast featuring Elvira Love and Phoenix LaFay, two out-of-the-room-closet professional witches with over 70 years' combined experience of making magic. This is a show on the LMC Radio Network. During each show, Elvira and Phoenix will help you create rituals, make spells, make potions, and much more besides. They'll spend time speaking about different goddesses from all over the world, paying attention to the ancient reverence of long-ago cultures and infusing it with a modern perspective. Elvira, Phoenix, take it away. Well, Here we go. I know. I couldn't unmute myself just... for a second there. I was like, unmute, unmute, unmute. <laughs> We've been silent for so long, darling. It's kind of is, I, I think we're our our whole process is kind of like oh wait a minute, you know. I know. Well, I didn't but, tell you this, Elvira, but I named this show today. What the heck is going on? So that's the name <laughs> of the show today, and we're going to talk about what the heck is going on. <laughs> I think that's good because that would probably be the best way to describe what literally has gone on in both our lives and, and yes. circumstances. So, I mean, um, so basically uh, we, are, we are literally broadcasting one from California and one from Arkansas. So people are, yeah. you know, going to have to realize that we are no longer the California team. We are California Arkansas no. team. Okay. <laughs> so that is a big thing. I will let you talk first because – you know, I know you've got lots of things to say about, you know, what's been going on, what the heck has been going on. <laughs> we put we put the show on hiatus while AI moved, and in the process, you had things going on as well. I think there was book, some there was, there was books going on, being written, and stuff like that, too. Yeah, it's so. been really busy. It's been really busy. The shop's been very busy, and, you know, that's my primary job, so... My job, my work life has been a little bit intense and in, you know, delightful ways, but still intense. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I have a book that I've finished that is in its final editing process. It actually comes out on January 8th. Um, and it's, I, I think I've talked about it before. I can't remember like in our timeline when, when things got approved, if we were still doing the show, blah, blah, blah. But anywho, it's out in the world. Uh, it's called Witches, Heretics, and Warrior Women, 
Uh, I want to tell you the tagline, but I can't remember it. Witches, heretics, and warrior women. I have it. Uh, ignite your rebel spirit through magic and ritual. Ooh, right. So it is. Yeah. You can pre-order it. Obviously, pre-orders. And just for, for folks who may not know, if there are witchy or pagan authors that you love, pre-ordering their books or even putting their books on your wish list in Amazon, even if you don't buy it from Amazon really does a lot um, to help small um, authors and, you know, niche market authors. Amazon Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is a freaking powerhouse out there. And so if you, anything you can do to help raise your favorite authors um, on Amazon is amazing. So, you know, reviewing books, putting their books on your wish list or pre-ordering their books through Amazon really does help their books do better. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Mm so, this my book is available for pre-order. You can order it through Llewellyn, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, or through the shop Milk and Honey. Um, it's you know it's there as well. Uh, so that's really exciting. But in the meantime, I've also started my next book. <laughs> See, so, a writer's job is never done. I just can't help myself. But at least this time, I waited until my this book was done until I started the next project. So. So now I'm writing all about um, ritual and how to create a, a really good rituals, effective rituals. And so that's kind of been uh, what's been on my mind the last couple of weeks is it's, it's in the early stages of writing. So I'm still like daydreaming and researching and plotting and planning and thinking. Not a lot of writing is happening. <laughs> uh, so that needs to get going. Um, but yeah, just, it's like, there is a there is a, a relaxed nature to my life right now. I've been able to really create my own schedule, which is delightful and amazing and a huge blessing. But I'm teaching mm-hmm. a lot. I'm writing a lot. The shop's very busy, and so although I have this relaxed nature, I'm filled to the brim with work. So I can't really complain. Um, yeah. <laughs> No kidding. Yeah, and but your adventures are far more interesting than mine. You like traveled across the freaking country. <laughs> yes, and um, that was an, it, that was all safely done by a friend of mine, and she actually, you know, is someone who has gone to the Hoodoo Heritage Festival and all that. And um, the, Rebecca Johnson, she lives in Florida, and she's in, uh, she was she's. Uh, sort of retired now, a um, Delta Airline um, flight attendant, and uh, she basically flew out and damn near single-handedly took care of a bulk of the breakable things in my home to pack, and then when the movers came, I didn't have to pay as much for them to pack as I would have, and then basically we rented a van and (laughs) stuffed my dogs in one of the big kennels that I had and then stuffed the whole entire van in boxes of things that I felt I couldn't live without. Um, mm-hmm. And I find out, even though they are here with me, I probably couldn't live without them. <laughs> but, you know, and a ton of my, you know, clothes and things that I packed in um, all my luggage because, of course, you know, there's summer and winter and I didn't really know and still don't at the moment you know, how long I'm going to be where I'm at while I try to, you know, go through the process of buying a location here. 
but she drove single-handedly there, meaning she, she took the whole entire brunt of it. It was because we had this van, which was great, but it had the um, – you pushed – you turned a knob on the dash to go from park to first or second or reverse and scared the shit out of her. And I'm like looking at this going, and I eventually had to drive it once I left her at her hotel here in, in Rogers before she flew out to go home. And I was right. It was probably better that she do the long driving because she got used to it quicker. <laughs> and as she said, she's driven this route, you know, back and forth three times from California to the East Coast and wherever. And, you know, she's, you know, proficient and so it was much nicer <laughs> you know I wasn't that I was I mean I'll admit that I was a little intimidated by it and I'm rightfully glad that I backed off because I think I would have wrapped us around a pole somewhere or put us in reverse right. and dropped the engine you know <laughs> but um you know and it was it was it was I mean I've driven from California to you know New Mexico and Arizona and there were things about the places that I remember as we were driving through, but um, it was different. It was a journey and um, not a road trip as per se. It was a, we were going to get here and we got here literally in two and a half, two and three quarter days driving straight wow. through Temple when we stayed at Gallup, New Mexico in a hotel, dog friendly where my dogs, because she was so tired and we did it, well, the dogs kept hearing everybody walking in the corridors. So, of course, they're panicked because they've lost no. their home, they've lost everything, and now they're yeah. in these strange places and they have to protect mom and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I was constantly telling them to shush, so I hope she got some rest in that. And then <laughs> she said she did. I'm like, I don't know. Um, but, you know, it... Um, Getting here, it was like I got here at 1 o'clock in the morning and I finally, after dropping her off and coming here, and pulled the dogs out and pulled the carrier out and got, you know, everything in that I could and, you know, fallen. That was like, what was it, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? Because we left at 1 o'clock on Sunday night or Saturday, actually, Monday morning and got in on Tuesday. Um which was ahead of the, the movers. That was the whole purpose because they were going to take three days, they said. So we were busting ass to get here because everything went into storage. And, of course, I had to be here for that. So the beginning part of the trip was intense. And yeah. um, for me, it was, you know, this whole experience is a death rebirth process. Um, yeah. And I know when we talk about moving from one house to another, one, you know, location in a city or one, you know, area within our state or whatever, it's, it is a death rebirth. But this was like, yeah, yeah. I realized that it was 68 years of my life closing. Literally. Wow. I know. And it was, it was, and because I was so focused on the packing, the loading, the getting from one place to another, you know, and then putting myself here, it, it really wasn't until I was sitting here that I figured out that I was, you know, going through grieving and the things that right, I go through. Right. So, and I, that's one of the reasons why 
I mean, I thought, like any um, superwoman, uh, I could fuck up and we could do our radio show within the next, you know, within that few days and maybe within a week. And I, I realized I couldn't. I was so um, stretched and I needed the time to, you know, to sort of find my feet here. And and it's it's taken me almost two and a half months to actually feel that I'm here because yeah, of course. there's all these layers. Um, mm-hmm. So it has been an adventure. And, you know, I kept thinking of my mother. You know, she was pregnant with my brother when she packed up their apartment and my father's business and literally with the van, you know, the moving van and everybody doing that and drove across country yeah. with, us, with me and, and being pregnant. And I kept thinking, well, if my mother could do it, I can do this, right? Well, yes, um, that's true. She was a lot younger at that time than I was now, but it wasn't dramatic. But it was just, you know, I had to put it in perspective that it was okay Um that what I was doing, I was falling apart at different places, but not until I finally got here. I just yeah. together. But, you know, I mean, I have come to understand <laughs> that there's a lot of humidity here. Um, mm. And, you know, I can be talking, as a matter of fact, technically we're supposed to start having some thunderstorms in the very near future today, whether it's now or a little later, I was talking to a client yesterday, and all of a sudden it was perfectly, you know, it was like light clouds, and yeah. I'm talking to them, and all of a sudden I look up, and it's just dumping water. It's pouring rain, and you can't see out, and it's a lot of, you know, like heavy water going coming down, and within about 20 minutes it ended, and it kind of cleared up a little bit, and then, you know, went on with the day, and I was just like, holy, it wasn't quite like being in Hawaii because you could walk down the sand and it would it would rain and then you'd get sun and it would rain a little more and you get sun it was but it was the gentle rain it wasn't like a deluge and this was definitely that so I've learned that the systems here are different um, and of course we came in just around the time of Fourth of July and here's Fourth of July is it makes a Californian quake. And shake <laughs> because they set off fireworks. And they don't set off the little ones. They do some. But they set off the big ones that go up and burst in like, you know, you would see in Disneyland and things like that, right? And they go up through the trees. And you're sitting here looking at this going, oh, my God, okay, if it starts on fire, I can grab my dog and my granddaughter and we can get in the car and get out of here. You know, that's right. the thought because of what we've experienced in California. And it's not just how bad it's gotten. It's just that's how it's functioned. Here they don't care, but the poor dogs, oh, my God. I had to give them uh, little hemp tablets that they have for dogs so that they could basically not freak out. And I turned the television on in my room so they had a little bit of, you know, like noise of talking and everything. And it was, you know they're still not happy about firecrackers because they also shoot them off, you know, periodically here too. It's, it's you know, just a way people celebrate. And, but the thunderstorms were the second part of their lifestyle. And as long as they were piled on top of me, 
were fine. So I would be on the bed, and, I mean, I would have to part them to look at the television because they were, like, stuck on my chest. Right. Um, because, you know, I'm whatever happens, I'm here, you know. So it's it's they're getting used to it. I'm getting used to it. I got a good vet, so, you know, that makes me feel really good. And um, I've got a good groomer. Now they don't look – you've seen what they look like. They have the little, yeah. little fluffy things, right? They're West Highland Terriers, and I never got them cut or trimmed or anything. Well, that had to change, first of all, because their long fluffy fur – pulled in a couple of ticks, one of which I got. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And one my female got. And we got them out without any problems, and they were dog ticks. They weren't deer ticks, so we were fine. But, you know, it was the first time for both of us, which was not fun. No, gross. Yeah. So I immediately found a groomer, and they gave a nice trim to them. And actually, it's also better because it's, it's lighter weight to them, so it's mostly their undercoat that you know is there. And they and I didn't. I said, please do not do a little westy, you know, lion cut. I will not go with that. And she was really cool about it, and she does a really good job. And then I had to break down, and instead of doing the herbal flea spray, I put front line on them, <laughs> so yeah, I could be yeah. sure, you know, when we go out because it's. Um, a different environment and it's different conditions. So yeah. we're learning different ways to be. But so you know, I mean, the the changeover has been. You know, I have an Arkansas license plate on my car. Wow. I, I know. I feel. I feel strange. Well, they only use one in the back. And oh. you can do whatever you want in the front. So I kept my yeah. California license plate in the front, which, you know, has my, my personalized Velohim. And I put in for and did get the back, you know, the Velohim here in, in Arkansas. Right. And they're, you know, they're mailing it to me. And um, you go in and it's completely different. <laughs> you go, they have, diff- they have like a U-shaped window of, things you do you go one place and you have to get the cart gets you get assessed with what it's yeah. worth and then you have to go to another window to pay them for what it's worth well because my car is over 20 years old it's five dollars <laughs> <laughs> so that was what i have to pay every year is five dollars and well, based okay. on whatever i figured that was that was pleasant i was happy because you know i had just paid at the beginning of the year Right. My registration and I had to get it smogged and it was like 180 something bucks and this is a 20 year old car so you know I'm like okay and it was personalized plates and then you go to you know after you do all that and you, you know they give you the the license plate for it because they hand you right there this is called the natural state because of all of the um well, called natural beauty, but it's all foresty and it's it's like the Ozarks and it's it's got mm. all this, you know, like nature. But you're gonna love this one. It has a diamond on the back as its signature. And I said to my step granddaughter, who's six, well, she's gonna be sixteen in a couple of months, because she was 
sort of walking me through all of this. Um, why is there a diamond? And she said, yeah. well, we have, we have diamond mines here. I go, you mean no. hardcover diamonds? No, real diamonds. And they are wow. expensive. Um, I went on eBay, and I mean, you know, they've got them for like $3,000 and, you know, these things. And there is actually um, a park, a national uh, state park, that you can go and you can mine for diamonds, you know, kind of, you know, go through the, the mining process, but not going into caverns. They don't want to cause you to, they don't want to have lawsuits. Right. But you right. Know, people find diamonds of all sizes. So it's, you know, it's not something that is just, you know, it's like when you used to go up to the old country and you could still, you know, you could do that. Well, they've, they've kept this going as part of the, their things because they have diamond mines here. Oh, and just like, neat. you know, yeah, the Arkansas crystals, of course, are big because yeah. that's another oh, yeah. one of the, the big things here. So um, I found that out. I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. And then yeah. I got to go get my driver's license. <laughs> so, and that was a whole other experience because I had to go back and get my um, passport. And, you know, of course, I came back with a couple of other IDs. And then I went through it, which was fine. And basically, they you're going to love this. You know when you go to renew your license and they'll yeah. say, well, use the old one. It will be sent to you. The new one will be sent to you in the mail. Well, forget yeah. that for Arkansas. You basically go from one window where you go through all the paperwork and you pay them, and then you go over to get your picture taken, and then you wait for about maybe 10 minutes, and they print it out right there, and they hand it to you. Wow. And you walk away with your driver's license. So I was kind of like, that's something over California, you know. (laughs) I wonder so, if it has to do with population size, you know, like if California is just too, there's just too many people. It may yeah. be, of course, you yeah. know, Sacramento being the capital, and that's for the entire state of California. And right, I'm sure that's right. I just found it like, well, this is this is strange because, you know, I expected, well, you know, and they, oh, and they took my driver's license and wouldn't give it yeah. back to me and shredded it. Yeah. No, that's not my 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 California ID has been shredded, you know, and but <laughs> it is done. It was, it's done now, you know. Yeah. So um, I got you know pleasant surprises like my car insurance because you have to get the car insurance first. That was four hundred five hundred and forty dollars, which this year I was in the process of paying nine hundred dollars in California. Yeah. So I was you know there's a lot of like down sizing of economics, which was mm-hmm. leading to my budget, so to speak. And then yeah. I waited because, you know, I was technically, then the next thing happened after I get all of this done, which my house is still on the market, and yeah. when I left California, I had checked everything, and my dogs had gone running around the house and looking out the windows. I think they could tell we were leaving because there was nothing in the house. And um, I shot my key through my mail slot, and I left. And I was told by my manager that they had to come and shut the water off because there was a leak. It turned out that when the movers were removing something in my front bathroom, they obviously used the toilet as part of, you know, how to 
step up on it, and it shifted something, and literally that caused a leak, which went down the hall and the rugs and the whole thing. And so my real estate person, who is a wonderful, wonderful person, Monty Bernard, he works for Caldwell Baker, but he also has worked um, around Lucky Mojo and um, lives in Forestville and and all. He basically came in and then ripped the whole thing up and took everything out and was really, you know, a really incredible asset. And the house sold literally within about a week and a half from that time frame. Nice. Well, that's good. Yeah. So that was when I got to learn how to do docu-signing really well. Which yeah, is, you know, yeah, that's the whole thing. Thank you, COVID. <laughs> yes, really. And um, then, of course, it went through all the, the hoops. And I think it, it – and I told him, actually, I said, as soon as I leave, it's going to sell. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I knew that because the energy that I had the, – the symbiosis you have with the place you live – because we believe, I believe, things are alive, whether they are in what we would call inanimate objects, but they're spirits of these places. And when I left and I released it, it was for, you know, certain thing that someone who will love you and care for you will come and take the next segment of this. It happened. And I said it will happen by the end of June, and it did. So that was really kind of like nice enough. So now I have the accessibility to come here, obviously, now that, you know, and look. Unfortunately, here is popping. And so they're mm-hmm. bidding wars. And I've seen three wow. places and lost them because of different things that I either didn't have immediately yeah. or, um, you know. So I'm, I actually had a meeting with my real estate person today to get on track with some stuff. And she and I, you know, chatted about that and um so we're you know i feel it's it's coming it's just i have to let it happen without freaking out and and where i'm staying is really nice and the gentleman who's the father-in-law of my daughter um (laughs) he's another sag but yeah he's he's a, a little bit more um I don't know what his chart is, but he has he's very opinionated. Yeah. I like him. But I have learned to, you know, moderate my my conversations. But, uh, you know, he's a nice guy and he does some have, you know, some serious health issues. So, um uh, it's kind of neat, you know. I mean, he, he we get along and so he's got three cats, two are indoors, one is indoor outdoor, and the dogs of course haven't lived with cats. And so they want yeah, to play. Yeah, that's, that's a challenging relationship. Yeah, but they're they're all kind of, you know, I mean, I have dog pens up and baby gates, uh, you know, that are movable baby, baby, baby gates. So we're, we're, we're coexisting, I would yeah. say well. Um, and, you know, it it's, I'm getting used to being in a one room. <laughs> You know, right. like when you were a kid and you had your room and your room was yeah. your sanctuary, you know. And I think that's a good thing because I've condensed and psychologically I'll be willing to move in and, and blossom again. So right. there you are. I mean, that's, that's 
it's just a different mindset, and yet um, I couldn't take the bumper sticker off. Now, you know, I bought two bumper stickers out of um, Milk and Honey, and one was I am a goddess, and the other one is back off, I am a goddess. Rear end with that, which I thought was really great. Well, when I put it on the car transport for them to take it, I pulled the front one off, but the back one wouldn't come off. It just wouldn't come off, and I go, "Okay, girl, you're going to go with this." And so now she has exactly that. Her Velohim California plate on the front, and, you know, eventually it'll be the one on the back, but right now it's the Arkansas plate, and back off, I'm a goddess. And nice. I get I get certain kinds of drivers. They either come right on my ass, because obviously they're going to say, well, you're, you know, what do you mean this? Or I get people yeah. that actually back off. So um, it's an interesting play. I found that there is a wonderful store, not white in the area I'm in, but they're really, they've expanded. When I first saw them, they were like half the size of your store. And now they've expanded fully into the three three rooms that that location has and has rented another room across the way. And and I was over there and and this is, well, they're in Fayetteville, which is the university, University of Northwest Arkansas. So it's a big university. So it's a school, a college town. Mm. But they have a an online community, which I suddenly got a part of, of, you know, witchy stuff, you know, uh, a witch communion or community. And they do different online, you know, Zoom meetings and things. So there is that. And quite frankly, I've found that there are people that are, are out here that sort of connect with me and then it's, it's like, there's an energy. They will they will wait to see if what you are is what they feel you are, and they mm. kind of it's kind of like two dogs looking at each other and kind of kind of checking each other out. And then yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. it's like blossoming. My my uh, real estate lady is one of them. Um, nice. A couple of other people that just sort of they didn't say you're a witch, but they go you're into some really interesting things, aren't you? <laughs> And you're going, yeah. So um, there's that. That's always funny. It's so funny. It's and of course my granddaughter Aurora is just you know she is so she knows who I am and what I am and I haven't had to describe it or talk about it um, because she knows and it's fun because. She'll talk to me about different things, and you know she's six, so she's yeah. she's still very open. And so we talk and and different things. Well, she went to kindergarten this week. Her first day was Monday, and yeah. her mom took her. And I have to say that it was we went to orientation last week, which because I'm part of the pickup team, I was there, and Aurora's really excited. She's you know, avoid it. There's, you know, she's not, she's, she's um, excited. So there's, she's without fear and that's good because she means she's really ready to go. And um, they do, they have to wear masks and, you know, parents basically it was, they wanted you to wear masks. They, they didn't make a mandate, but you know, they, they kind of made a point of you will wear masks, but um so my daughter for two days 
after that or three days after that was I could see her agitation because this meant that her daughter was going to this place that is foreign and mm-hmm. a lot of foreign things that she isn't just giving her daughter over to her friend who has a bunch of friend kids that are over there or her, you know, and it was, it was, it was hard because I knew yeah. what she was going through. And then when they took, when she took her, it was, this whole week has been an experience of watching the two of them grow. Right. You know, yeah, it's, do a big, that, so. it's a big shift. I think that, Oh man, um, and it parents me back. Don't, no, we don't talk about that enough. Like that, that transition into school, yeah. it, it is. It's it's sad okay. and scary and wonderful. Yeah. So, but she loves it. But because <laughs> she has to get up very early, they all have <laughs> to because she the, the school she's going to is actually in another district and um, is you know she's going to the school, and so it takes. It's, it's close to her work, but she has to drop her off. So it's like everybody has to go to bed earlier and everybody has yep. to get up earlier. And it's not, it's, it's, you can, you know, you can see that by the time Aurora gets brought back, she crashes out in the car and she did that. Yeah. When I picked her up with Joe, cause he took me from where we're at. Cause he used to live in that area. He took me. So I know the route to take. Because as my right. daughter said, it took her an hour from the time she got there to pick yeah. her up physically because of everybody driving their cars. Right. They, have, they have a security yes, I don't system. miss any of that stuff. I don't miss I, it at all. <laughs> I mean, it's, there, even in California, I know that yeah. dropping kids off is still, you know, they have certain protocols. This one is yeah. like... You have to provide your driver's license. They have to have you in their system to scan it to be right, and then they give you the child. And I think that's wow. great, but I also think it's unnerving for all of us that get to start the process and don't necessarily, you know, this is not something my daughter was ever part of or I was ever part of. So, yeah. But um, it's it's you know it's going to shake down. And then it'll be yeah, yeah. Paper, the routine gets formed and it gets easier and all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and you know, it's 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 just been it put me back thirty years, literally. Yeah, when of I was Dropping her off and and you know, like saying, okay, you're here's kindergarten, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, it's like generational. So that's it. That's that's what's happened. It's it's. Um, I'm family, which is nice because I realized how much I was, um, I don't want to say isolated, but singular. Yeah. You know, um, I had nothing that I had to be, uh, you know, I had, you know, work. I had clients. I have a radio show that we do together. But, I mean, in terms of interactions and responsibilities, there were, it was very insular, and yeah. now this is family, and there's, you know, mm-hmm. this person and this over here, and, you know, I was called on to um, take my, you know, um, 
my other granddaughter to uh, get her to a job that she wanted to go ahead and apply for. And, you know, so it's it's kind of like I'm like, wow, so this yeah. is family. Yeah. You know? That's so, lovely. Yeah. So my journey has produced some really um, intriguing aspects of of growth for me. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, now that I've monopolized a quarter of our time or more, <laughs> uh, um, we need to kind of let our, our people know what what we've got in store for them and what is changing in our, in our um, yeah. structure. Well, let's take a quick break, okay. and then we'll come back and we'll talk about what is happening now. Okay, sounds good. All right. We'll be back. All right. You're listening to The Witch, The Priestess, and The Cauldron, a radio podcast on the LMC Radio Network. Stay tuned as more magic is coming your way right after these messages. Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie, Sundays, 3 to 4.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6. The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix LeFay, Fridays, 1 to 2. And Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays, 7 to 8. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. Oh, that's always so quick. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I realize that that may have been really quiet, so I apologize if you were having trouble hearing that. I was trying to. It was quiet for me, and I was trying to fix it, and it wasn't fixing. So sorry about well, I it. heard it. I heard it as loud, so I don't know if oh, that okay. meant well, anything. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Funny. <laughs> wow. So um, let's. I'm going to let you talk. I've done a lot of talking. You get to talk about our new schedule and some of the ideas that we're going to be um, working on. Yeah. So well, we're um, we're going on to our sixth season maybe, fifth season. We were sort of debating that. I still think it's six, but um, we're going to a every other week format. So where you may have enjoyed and looked forward to hearing our dulcet tones every week, uh, you can now look forward to hearing our dulcet tones every other week. So it just gives us a little bit more time and space to research and prepare and do all the things that we like to do for the shows. Um, and I mean, that's like the biggest change to be aware of. The time isn't going to change. The location isn't going to change. All of that remains the same for now, but there will be um, more specific content every other week. Yes. Anything you want to add to that? I mean, that's it, right? <laughs> um, well, you know, basically um, we will still have, you know, our Sabbath uh, rebroadcast since that's mm-hmm. part of our way of honoring our 
pagan heritage, and so those yeah. things will be part of our uh, process. Uh, but we, you know, accordingly, uh, that's going to get stuck in. But we've decided on um, a little bit between now and the end of the year to kind of work on um, a big picture astrology for yeah. what's going on for the, you know, like, the, the time frame that we're looking at, you know, the two-week, three-week kind of time frame, we're going to look at a big astrology for that time, make it very personal in the sense of instead of all the transits and all the, the, the aspects, just become more of involved with saying these are the things that are happening and these are how it's rolling out for the, the general uh, energy flow and how it will affect this area and that area so that you as the uh, listener can get a feel of what these aspects and positions are going to do in your life as um, kind of like an overview. And then mm-hmm. on the second week that we broadcast, we'll do more things with the sun, the moon, and the rising and what's happening with those at this time frame and how that's going to, you know, maybe even affect, you know, the sun, um, the signs in general. Um, yeah. I think it's, we're trying to get a little bit more where people can start utilizing this energy in a way that um, brings you a better feel of, of uh, being uh, more co-creative the energies rather than washed around and thrown up against a rock kind of yeah yeah I think you know um, astrology has kind of become a hot topic lately and I see especially online and on social media a lot of conversation about astrology and all of these amateur astrologers and I think that's wonderful I think astrology is another way of learning yourself uh, and sort of like the map but then it's also like math. What do you do with all of it? <laughs> do I really need this yeah. information? Uh, and so Elvira and I just want to share a little bit about some of the basics and the building blocks. And, um, you know, when someone's going down into the astrology lingo, a little bit of information on what does all of that mean? So you can at least follow the conversation, maybe you can't fully uh, chart anyone, but you can at least understand the basics of what's happening. So, um, you know, because neither of us are astrologers. We, uh, speaking for myself, I love astrology. I love learning about astrology. I feel like it's a lifelong uh, field of study. So I'm excited to just share the entry-level information that I have, because I know it's been really helpful for me to learn more about, really about, like, my gifts and my challenges and how I approach the world. Like, the more you understand your chart, the more it gives you sort of um, some insider info that you may not realize shows up that way. So it's kind of, and it's fun. I mean, that's the bottom mm-hmm. line. <laughs> it's fun to look at all no, that I happen, stuff. So. I happen to agree. I agree. And, yeah. um you know, with the idea that astrology, and if you're going back to what we do as tarot readers, um, yeah. tarot has um, astrology in it. It has planets. It, it has sure signs. These are all things that are part of it. And I think when you look at astrology, you get a better feel when you take it and put it through astrology and through numerology. Yeah. And then you add, you know, the fact that there's Kabbalah and there's these other aspects that 
you bring in and, and uh, it's fascinating because there's different levels in different areas and I think that that's what we want to explore because as Phoenix said, it's a hot topic and there's a reason mm-hmm. for it being a hot topic because that's the way people are trying to find a lens to look through what is happening in our world rather than yeah. looking at it as cataclysmic. Yeah, and it is, I mean, you know, about the Kabbalah and all of these other systems, like these are very old systems, you know, astrology Mm -hmm. is ancient. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it's interesting to at least have the, the basic conversational bits of language, you know, to start. Mm -hmm. And then if you're interested, I really do recommend like working with a teacher and getting a more in-depth study around it. But if you're just like, yeah, this is enough for me to know, then great. Let's, and that's kind of where I come from. Like, I know enough mm-hmm. to know I don't know anything, and I kind of like it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. And, and um, we may throw out different names for, you know, teachers either that we've had yeah. or that we come in contact with as options to go further into it because, you know, there's an important thing. We network in our community, and just because I'm in Arkansas doesn't mean I don't network because we're now so far into the Internet as a way to stay in touch and to grow and to educate ourselves, not just because it was part of it, but with all that has happened in the last couple of years, it's become more of a tool for that that medium, and um, I'm the first to say, well, yeah, I don't know all that, you know, I'm not like 100% on this, and that this person will probably, could possibly give you more of something you're looking for, or, you know, whatever, so we do want to make that also available, you know, yeah, and, and, um, and, you know, moving forward from that, we are still going to do our Ask a Witch shows, so, yes. Um, you know, if you've been listening with anticipation on getting some Ask the Witch goodness, that is still a thing. So feel free to <laughs> send us your questions. If you go to our website, which is witchpriestesscauldron.com, there's a little questionnaire to fill out if there is something you want to hear us talk about. So this could be a topic or a deity or a question about witchcraft or paganism. You could also send us a question that you'd like us to pull cards on and do a little free reading for you on the radio show. We're happy to do that, too. Just make sure you give us, for a reading, enough information that we actually understand what the heck is going on, but not a book. (laughs) There is a fine balance between information that's enough and a little too much information. (laughs) But please do send us questions. We are um, collecting questions for our next next Ask a Witch segment, which probably won't be until September or October, so you have plenty of time to to send in your questions. Definitely. And, you know, there's – and come – you know, as we – as as, this is because, quite frankly – there's a lot still going on in my life and I yeah. and, and Phoenix's life that are uh, slightly chaotic and we need to be <laughs> able to give you um, some good information and we want to be able to help um, keep the show going. And yeah. then come the first of the year or thereabouts, we'll probably revision some of what we're doing and and add some new ideas too and if there are things that are people again the ask a witch if there's something that you would like um us to explore 
And um, again, I'm going to put a caveat in this one, at least for me. Um, The dark arts is not something that I have the, um, the study to do or to talk about, so it would be an improper thing for me to try and um, use that as a topic for uh, what we would talk about because it is out of my um, jurisdiction, so to speak. So, But as far as the other kinds of magic and, and things, we are very, at least I am very happy to, you know, take that as a topic and work with it. So, yeah. Well, yes, well, you know, there's (laughs) some things that have to be clarified. I know that, you know, I know we're coming up to our favorite time of the year. You know, it's it's 71 days to Samhain. And I think that if I don't know how they do this, here they go all out. Um, they, 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 you know, I know California and Northern California and Sonoma County, I know that a lot of places just get into decorating and all of that. Um, my daughter has sent me pictures at more times about what the place, even the place I'm, I'm living at and the little community I'm living at. Um, and it becomes a big thing. So like Fourth of July is big for them. Um, and quote for the standard people, Halloween, uh, for us it's Halloween. Um, big thing here. Big thing. So I'm going to be oh, interested that's exciting. to see. Yes, I'm going to be interested to see how that goes. I know what Christmas is like because I'm always coming out at Christmas, so I know right. what that looks like here. But um, I haven't been here for um, the Samhain time, and this will be the first time in oh god, twenty some odd years that I will be in person at my daughter's birthday. Wow, that's very exciting. Yeah, Yeah. I I realized that, you know, after we were, you know, like, it's like, oh, I have all these firsts. Well, it's going to be the first time I've been with my daughter on her birthday in person. Um, Because we've joked about birthdays and and certain things that, you know, she sent me a Mother's Day card that still hasn't come to me. It's lost in the (laughs) U.S. And it's five years now. Right. Oh, I said, I think hilarious. it's never coming, but um, at least that's it. But, yeah, and, you know, I I kind of want to see our show grow in different ways. We've done some really wonderful shows um, that have, you know, produced, I think, some really good listenership. And, and I want to yeah. see how we can, and I think this is our first step into that rather than <clears throat> just keep on doing same old stuff. Right. Yes, and yeah. obviously. So, but generally, I think it's good. I've seen your your Facebook posts for you know milk and honey and some of your um, classes, and I'm just I'm really tickled to see how well it's going. It made me smile a lot about you know because yeah. I remember picking the boxes up that I would literally harvest out of your store to be packing and I was I saw how <laughs> incredible the place had changed and I'm thinking, Oh my goodness, look at this. So when you tell me how busy it's been and how, you know, things are really popping there, I'm like, Yeah, that's good. So I'm happy that's good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> These are all good things. Yeah, they are. They are. So well, 
I think that that pretty much covers what the heck is going on for our show today. <laughs> but we yeah, will be we back are, in yeah. two weeks we can, to talk about astrology and the big moment. In the big moment. So, um, yeah, I think that's that's a, a good one. I know we've. I know I can't tell where we are. are we on. We got about seven minutes, give or take. So, yeah, um, I think we're you good, know, though. Yeah. Well, I do want to give one plug. I know that there, you know, we've got obviously um, your store, which is Milk and Honey in Sebastopol, California, on Main Street. I also know that we have Lucky Mojo Curie Company, which, though not open for in person, is still very much, play, you know, working its magic um, online. But we have something new that has come in, and both. Um, Phoenix and I know the people who started it. It's called Red Witch, let's see, Red Witchery and Muddy River Conjure Occult Boutique in um, Forestville. It's on Main Street. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, uh, you can find the address there. And um, I know that Althea and Nicole will appreciate this. It's just another one of the what I think is the really growing aspect of um, pagan metaphysical stores that are starting to rejuvenate because, you know, you guys, you have held down, you know, a lot of it, just like Lucky Mojo, especially before COVID, with the only places that you walk in, and I know there's crystal channels, but I don't think they're open anymore. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, in the Sonoma County area. Yeah. So, yeah. And there's online preferences, so I think that's really good, too. So. But I wanted to give a plug out to all of the stores there. I know I talked about one here um, in my area, but um, I know that the my allegiance is for Sonoma County. I'm sorry. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get to hear more about what's going on in different places as, you know, things open up and we can continue to go places. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. It's, it's just, again, let's get out of fear. I know that that's yeah. a hard thing for everyone to um, to do and not run helter-skelter in the opposite direction, but to walk with a little bit less panic in our step. So that yeah, being absolutely. the case, I put that out there and um, we are going to bid adieu or two. Yes. And we will see you back on the radio in two weeks. So um, not next week, but the following week at our same time in place. Same, I'm not going to say the other thing, but with same channel. <laughs> I will not go yeah. with the, the um, comic book reference. Okay, so um, please take care, and we will be back again. See you next time. Next time. Take care. All right, bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to The Witch, The Priestess, and The Cauldron, a radio podcast on the LMC Radio Network. Our podcast airs live every Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific and will be available for download. Questions or comments on this show or ideas for upcoming shows can be sent to our website, and that's at www.witchpriestesscauldron.com. Again, that's witchpriestesscauldron.com. On behalf of Elvira, Phoenix, Alan, and myself, Gwion Raven, a big merry meet and merry part and merry meet again. Blessed be.